Good morning. This is WCNC's Wake Up Charlotte to Go. I'm Sarah French, and here are your top stories. Turning to more of today's top stories in your morning rush. Students at Rocky River High School paying tribute to a fellow classmate who was killed in a car crash. A memorial growing Wednesday at the high school for 18-year-old Giovanni Escamilla Salinas. He died after a car he was in crashed into a tanker truck in Mint Hill. It happened Monday. Two other students were in the car at the time. Their condition is stable. The wreck is still under investigation. Good morning, I'm Destiny Richards. Rising cases of respiratory illnesses, including two new flu-related deaths in the state, have prompted Atrium Health to limit visitors to its hospitals. After Thanksgiving, new data shows the big three, COVID, RSV, and the flu, have all surged. But a rise in flu and RSV cases in particular have caused Atrium Health to restrict visitors ages 12 and younger. I'm Julia Kaufman, standing by the shore of the Catawba River. There are growing concerns of forever chemicals, or PFAS, found in freshwater fish in fresh waterways like our rivers in the Carolinas. A study by KFF Health and USA Today found there were catfish in the Catawba River that had high levels of forever chemicals. The state also put out a warning earlier this year to not eat certain freshwater fish like bass and catfish in the Cape Fear River. This morning, the city of Gastonia is preparing to say goodbye to a public servant. The funeral service for the late Mayor Walker Reed III is today at 1 p.m. There was a public viewing last night Reed served as mayor of Gastonia since 2017 and before that was mayor pro tem and a city councilman for 22 years. He was 66 years old. North Carolina representatives Jeff Jackson and Alma Adams are pushing new for new federal legislation to tackle the affordable housing crisis. They introduced a new law aimed at corporate landlords. It would require corporations that own more than 75 single family homes to pay $10,000 per home to a housing trust fund. And that is it for your morning rush. Time now to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. Tonight, Jewish people all over the world will be celebrating the first night of Hanukkah. And this Jewish tradition goes back thousands of years. Many folks think of Hanukkah as the festival of lights, but its roots lie during a turbulent time in Jewish history. Let's connect the dots. Around 200 BC, the Syrians took Israel away from the Jews. At first, Jews could still practice their religion, but Judaism was eventually outlawed and thousands of Jewish people were killed. So a Jewish priest and his five sons, known as the Maccabees, led a revolution and took back Israel. The war left Israel in ruins, and those who survived were forced to pick up the pieces and rebuild. According to one of the most sacred texts in the Jewish religion, the Jews only had enough oil to light their massive menorah for one night. But miraculously, the flames flickered for eight nights. To this day, that is why Jewish people celebrate eight nights of Hanukkah. And that is Connecting Dots. New this morning, the town of Huntersville now recruiting a full-time fire staff to help protect the growing community. This week, city leaders signing off to pay a chief and 18 full-time fire department team members. Wake Up Charlotte's Richard Devane joins us now live from Huntersville. And Richard, the town says this will help ongoing staffing issues. 
Absolutely correct, Sarah. Good Thursday morning to you. Good Thursday morning, everyone. Basically, from the start, Huntersville has relied on a part-time and volunteer fire department to uh, staff its fire departments, I should say, but now that's all going to change because for the first time, Huntersville will hire more than a dozen full-time positions for its fire department. Since the start, the town has operated with that volunteer and part-time staff of fire crews, with crews made up from other departments around the area. Huntersville is the only city in the top 25 municipalities in North Carolina that has had fire departments of this kind. This move comes after the town board of commissioners voted to approve a budget amendment that will fund a fire chief and 18 full-time employees. The town will begin the recruiting and hiring process for six firefighters, six engineer, and six captain positions for the start of the new year for a town that continues to grow. You call 911, I want to make sure a fire truck shows up. And we're open 365, seven days a week. So we were really trying to get that guarantee of people here. That's important. The town is expected to grow some tw nearly 16,000 over the next 10 years, we we're told. Also important to note that this was the first move approving the budget for that new board of town commissioners. We're right here in Huntersville, Richard Devane for WCNC Charlotte. As thousands head to McCaddenville to look at the Christmas light displays, some on social media have questions about Christmas Town USA. Wake Up Charlotte's Megan Bragg verifies. It's this post on Reddit that's getting a lot of attention asking about Christmas Town USA. So the poster asked several questions about the McAdenville lights, the town's annual Christmas lights extravaganza. So let's verify. So here's what we did. We went to these sources, the town of McAdenville and FAR, a McAdenville corporation that plays a big role in the festivities and helped establish this tradition. So let's take a look at the first question. Are residents required to decorate for the Christmas light display? There is a two part answer to this. When I spoke with FAR representatives, they said yes, people living on the main path, which is Wesleyan Drive through Main Street are required to decorate. But people who live in McAdenville but are not along the main route are encouraged but not required. The next question, do residents have to pay for electricity to power the light display on their homes? FAR says yes, homeowners do foot the bill for their electricity. According to McAdenville, the Christmas Town USA story began in 1956. Back when it was a mill town, FAR says the mill used to help residents pay the electricity bill, but today they have to pay on their own. And the final question, does the town start preparing for the Christmas display months before? FAR tells us they started preparing for all of this on Labor Day. So yes, they prepare for this Christmas display months before. The McAdenville Lights runs until December 26th, so plenty of time to catch those lights and get into the holiday spirit. With your Verify, I'm Megan Bragg. And if you have something you would like verified, email us at verify at wcnc.com. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more right now on wcnc.com. Join the Wake Up Charlotte team weekday mornings on WCNC Charlotte from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.